This is Dr. Dave coming to you live from SoCal. This is kind of a preclude to podcast number 22, which is, this is podcast number 23. The podcast 22 was short, to the point, 16 minutes long. should probably listen to that uh, Preaching to the Choir podcast. I've come to uh, number them after the numbers come in who's listening who's who's not listening who doesn't want to listen who doesn't want to hear for those who have ears to hear hearts that are open minds that can be changed opinions that can be looked at from the other side continue if you are staunch in your opinions you are correct about everything Shut it off. Go listen to someone that echoes your opinions. But this title is Imagine Your Job Outside Its Boundaries. What you do in your job. Most people have a job that involves people in some way and have a way to help that person a little more or not help that person. So I picked some just random job descriptions, fast food employee, CPA, tax advisor, grocery clerk, airline stewardess, a surgeon, uh, a judge, city mayors, the dry cleaners. And I thought we'd look at some of the attitudes portrayed on their customers or their clients, people that are involved in their end of the business, whatever that might be. And how they're so quick. We are so quick because that's us. We're one of those or something like that. And we come in contact with people down the line. So you work for the DMV and someone comes in and you don't like their attitude or you don't like what they're wearing or you don't like the color of the skin or you don't like their accent or something. You know, you, you can slow walk them if that's possible. California DMV is notoriously um, slow walk already. So, but they're doing better. They're doing better. Look at the at the good side. So I want to, instead of pounding you with all the bad things, I want to give you an option to look at it from another side. And that includes me because I'm the same way. I'm no different. We have a sin nature. We're born with it. It came from the fall of man. You can't get rid of it. You can talk it away. You can pretend it's not there. Just like you can pretend that your DNA doesn't have, you know, 23andMe, um, XY or XX or chromosomes, but the DNA is stamped. Bam. You can't change that. You can cut things off, stuff things in, protrude organs, transfer skin, um, make people have boobs that don't have boobs, make people have boobs that go away. You can make an Olympic swimmer out of a whatever. You can't change the DNA. And now we have parents that are so involved in this ideology that they're dressing up their boys in princess costumes and dresses because he wants to be Cinderella today. So maybe he's not really a he, maybe he's a 
she and the ultrasound and the amniocentesis and the blood tests were all wrong and this chromosomal checks is wrong. But I, I, I began with, imagine your job outside its boundaries. So, you know, you have a little leeway here and there, how close you're scrutinized. So fast food workers, what if you're a fast food worker or you're a customer of fast food worker, which we all are or have, have been or will become, and they don't like a bumper sticker on your car or they don't like that you've got a cross hanging from your rear view mirror. So they, they don't treat you as well. They've made a, they make a decision. Maybe it's your aunt, aunt's car. It has nothing to do with you. I remember I sold a, a Volkswagen Rabbit, um, orange rabbit. I couldn't get the, the, the Jesus sticker off the bumper. So some guy bought it and he's driving around and to my conversation, I didn't think he really knew what it meant. It was kind of like the Greek um, spelling or something, some image back in the 70s, 80s. And this guy drove my car around with a Jesus sticker on it thinking, how many people didn't like that and either treated him differently? It wasn't even his sticker. He bought the car. So the CPA, what if they don't like the the legally tax deductible donation you made to some charity and they just don't feel like it's a it's upon them to equalize the equality uh you know a cultural warrior at heart going to do even the playing field and they're not going to approve that deduction i don't know does it happen maybe maybe not a grocery clerk maybe they're a pita vegan fanatic maybe they're an anti-meat you know, throw paint on you when you wear a fur or you kill an animal or, you know, you kill, you have a picture of you deer hunting with your kids and they send you hate mail. So you go through the grocery line and they, they call you some kind of fanatical slogan, you know, insert here for the type of meat you're buying, food you're buying. Maybe you're buying for a cousin or maybe you buy it for a homeless, maybe you buy it for a food shelter. They don't know your heart. They don't know who you are and it's your right to eat whatever you want. But we treat people not like we'd want to be treated. And our views are so ensconced that they can't be. Well, where do you get your views from? Society? Societal changing of views and mores and culture? Is it different with each generation? There's no new sin under the sun, says Solomon, the smartest guy. You go back to Corinth, you go back to Sodom and Gomorrah, which had a patient come in, tell me that there is actual dust, like a fire went through at 2,500, 3,000 degrees on the ground. So there is a right, there is a wrong. It sways with cultures. There was some uh, in Ephesus and in Corinth, there were some of the worst sexual idols that, sex temples and things that pale in comparison to what we see today, but it's all coming back. And it was the fall of many societies, one of many reasons. But airline stewardess, what if they don't like the book you're reading? You know, and they decide to treat you a little different, a little slower. Um, that's no different than a judge taking side on the statutes of a law because the color of your skin or your background or someone that didn't own slaves a hundred years ago that no one's alive and nobody did it and no one's a slave now 
Well, we're going to go back and, and pay that person with an Obama phone or an ATM card. Uh, for what? They're still able to vote. They get into schools that a friend of my family had a 4.2, worked with Spastic Children's Foundation, clean record, great grades, extracurricular activity, donating her time, working at a job. Did she get into a UC school? No. Did she get into Harvard, Yale, Stanford, Princeton? No. Georgetown? No. I wonder how many people got in that didn't have those grades. So we're continually promoting the underqualified, as they say, underrepresented, to fill the spots. So we're, if you live, if you believe in Darwin, Darwin theories, uh, then we're going backwards as far as the gene pool. So think about your job, think about who you're affecting and think about how you're judging that person by what you see in front of you or what they say. And if this doesn't resonate with you because tax dollars are given away in the trillions, it's because two things. One is you don't have to take it out of your wallet right now and give it to some guy that you don't particularly think deserves your money. It just goes into a big floppy pool of trillions and trillions that no one can wrap their head around. Let me remind you, a million millions a trillion. So start with your zeros and your 10 times X, 10 times uh, X times 10 to the 10th or 20th. And then you got that many zeros behind. We can't even wrap our head around. So we pay our taxes or we don't pay our taxes or the government refunds us money uh, from somebody else's taxes. But we are slipping away from yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir, open the door. The courtesy had a pastor in town from Texas. So it's like night and day. Came from Miami, lived in California, night and day. He says, I don't know if they mean it or not, but they say it. And it's nice to hear. And they open the door for you. And they're friendly. And they'll help you. So I'm from SoCal. This is where neighbors call authorities instead of calling the neighbors to see if they get help. This is where people find arbitration issues with their HOA because the tree limb is leaning over by 3.5 centimeters onto their property line. We have forgotten as a society that we have to lift up the person next to us. When the Pharisees came to Jesus, and said, what's the greatest command? He says, love the Lord with all thy heart, soul, and mind. And he goes, what's the second? The second is like unto it. Love thy neighbor as thyself. Have you do that? I told you the story in the last podcast where some neighbors were giving me some grief. All the things I wanted to do in my ninja dark outfit at night and retaliate. How I found it in myself to pray and get on my knees and ask for God's Forgiveness of my thoughts of that person. They were worse than the, what he was perpetrating on me. And now I found peace with him. How are you treating your neighbor? As yourself or how you want to be treated? Let me give you some statistics of, let's say, progressive. Let's call it progressive. 
what it is is it's it's abdication of your responsibilities as a judge, as a mayor, as a district attorney. Take Detroit, Baltimore, Chicago, St. Louis, Memphis. The highest 10 cities crime rate are all by Democrats, all by liberals, all by progressives. Maybe there's something wrong in their thinking. Police officers speaking as an ex-cop, they don't want to go in and go to jail. They don't want to go in and do their job and be and be progressive and not progressive, but be proactive, stop a car full of guys, shake them down, see what's going on. What are you doing at three o'clock in the morning driving around with a crowbar and a lockpick set? You're going to burglarize something. You have to know good. Cops aren't, we call it shake it, shake a car, see what anything falls out. But no, you can't step a car now because then you're going to get a report. It's going to be on video. Everybody that gets shot is not listening. Follow the bouncing ball. Put your hands out. Let me see your hands. Stop. Don't run. No. They don't do any of it, and then the consequences hit the fan. Are they the right actions? I don't know. I'd like to put everyone that criticizes any kind of shooting, unless this is blatant murder, in what we call like a crime house, where you have a real gun that makes a real bang, but shoots a laser image, and you go behind doors and windows and in, into scenario, and you're giving the same opportunity to react. Every day, the police officers have to do. We'll see how many bad shootings you're involved in. It's so realistic. People's blood pressure go up, their pulse go up, they're sweating, they're in a fight or flight. We need to kind of walk in the other guy's moccasins. There is bad in everything, but there's a lot of good. The goods will start with you. When we stop, doing our job outside our job description for reasons that aren't right. Let's take the launderer. They put all the colors together, this is facetious of course, in the hot wash with the white because of equality. So everything comes out ruined for the greater good. City mayors, defund the police, Crime goes up. There was a pastor, Corey Brooks, not related to the other Corey Brooks, slept on the on the rooftop of Chicago on the south side trying to build a shelter to help kids stay out of gangs. He had CEOs fly in from all over the United States to sleep in a pup tent in the snow on a church roof. People don't watch it because it was on Fox News. Can't watch Fox. But how about this guy? It's a black pastor in Southside, been there 23 years, trying to kid, keep kids from killing kids. Do we see the mayor? No, she was in Texas reading a book. Too busy. Do we see the district attorney? No. No one showed up. Look at the stats that happened in these cities. Crime is up. And it starts with a philosophy that 
if you have a crime and a district attorney doesn't file in that crime, then police aren't going to arrest for the crime. The thief on the cross, which was really a robber, a bad guy, this is crime, had the entire humanity in it. There was sin, your deeds, accountability, judgment, incarceration. It's all there. In the briefest of times, listen to podcast 22. Therein is humanity. We have to be accountable for our actions and our deeds. We have to treat the other guy like we want to be treated. Judges stop have to be social warriors. They have to not set him bail. If you don't keep a bad guy off the street, he's going to go out and do bad things. It's repetitive. He's going to get rid of the witnesses. He's going to get rid of the guy that killed his gang member. And then he comes back in, he gets to go left out again. And then someone gets hurt and a 14-year-old gets a bullet in the head. How plain can that be? People march for a white cop shooting a black guy. But what about all these kids getting shot? Nothing. Silence. Look up Pastor Corey Brooks, south side of Chicago. Project Hood to help save kids. You want to put your money somewhere, don't put it in BLM mansions. Give it to Corey Brooks and hope your CPA doesn't agree with you. So this message is really a prequel to 22. It's just a little bit of a how far off we've become. It's nothing new. It's repetitive. If you're a historian, go back and look. Look at Rome. Look what happened. Look what happened in Ephesus and Crete. Everything now and worse. It can get worse. It's going to get worse. The original idea of this message was the destruction of America is approaching the no return mark. And the destruction of American civilization is approaching anarchy. When you cross that thin blue line, you can't even have a flag with a with a blue blue line on it, but you can have a multicolored flag. You can't stand up for the police. You can't use the right or wrong pronouns. What are we becoming? If any of you are all in with this stuff, and I'm just talking to the wind, can you just take a second and back off and look at it? It's not right. Something's wrong. And it starts with me, and it starts with you. And it starts with how we treat the people at our work, how we treat our fellow man, how we love our neighbor as ourselves. Get back to the basics. Politics is all dirty and ugly and mixed up. I agree. It's not about politics. 
It's about the owner's manual for humanity. There will be a judgment. That should scare you. It scared me. I know that I crossed the line. I know I need forgiveness. And I know how to find it. I found it. You can too. Until next time, God bless. Stay healthy. And see if you can change this a little two degrees. Make the world, make the United States, make America just a little bit better starting tomorrow. Till next time, this is Dr. Dave signing off.